on today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast. Let's ride. Stay tuned. Season 4, Episode 25 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Wednesday afternoon? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. I'm a little surprised that you actually just did the let's ride thing for the let's intro. Let's ride, baby. But, let's ride. But, but, but here we are. How are you doing? Uh, you know, pretty solid. Although, I gotta say, it definitely feels like it should be a Thursday or a Friday night. I don't know. The weeks seem to... Go by a little slow right now. It's going by a little slow. I agree. So, and it seems like everyone's got the same sentiment at work. I know we're talking about it uh, today, this morning. They're like, it should be Friday morning, shouldn't it be? And uh, I'd be okay with just, you know, skipping to that point or at least acting like it. So tomorrow and uh, the following day, we don't have to go into work, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm not going to get so lucky. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that will be the case. Um, but it, it definitely would, would be swell. I um, mean, a little different for me. I'm traveling, um, you know, leaving tomorrow from, for hockey-related re- reasons. So we'll be gone for a few days. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't necessarily need the time off. But for you, I don't think you're getting that time off. Sorry, Mike. Where are you going again? Going to Chi-Town, Chicago. Ah, yes. Very fun. Yeah, Very it'll good. be nice and really warm and not windy at all. Well, you know what they call it. The really nice, warm, not windy city. That's a great point. I, I I always forget that's the slogan of that town. I really do. Yeah. And you've been there a couple of times, right? Have you touched the, what what is it, that, that silver thing? Have I flicked the bean? Yeah. Have you flicked the bean? Mike, that's an inappropriate question to ask. <laughs> you prefaced <laughs> it. <laughs> yes, I, I, have, I have touched the bean. Nice. Congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. It, it was a big moment for me. All right. Now back to Chicago. Um <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about what we're doing on the Bolts broadcast this was, today. This was not a PG episode. It was not. Well, we have our thing always listed as explicit, so everyone yeah, should know that, by that's now. That's fair. Um, all right. Let's go. But today on the Bolts broadcast, we're going to be talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning and how they've really looked rejuvenated since the addition of Anthony Sorelli. I'm going to do a little game preview, game review. We've only got one game to look back on, but it was a good one against the Seattle Kraken. After the commercial break, going to be talking about some news around the league, including Alex Ovechkin getting a hat trick and getting that 800th goal mark. Going to be talking about how, I mean, how fantastic of a goal scorer he is. We've talked about it before. He is the best goal scorer in the league's history. But we'll talk about it even more after the commercial break. So, Chase, let's start with Tampa. Anthony Sorelli, we knew he came back in. We talked about it about a week ago. And, man, this team has looked so much better with him back in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, through, I think it's been five games so far. Honestly, it's been five games. Um, they are 4-1 and one in that span. Um, you know, what one kind of tough loss. But the rest have been nice wins against some competitive teams. And then, a, you know, a big win. Uh, as would be last night as of as of us recording in that span six points to five games for Anthony Sorelli while still playing his very strong two-way game it's awesome to see hopefully he can you know continue at this pace I mean I would expect him to slow down at some point I can't imagine him being over a point per game the rest of the year 
But hey, if he is and he has that breakout type of year, that'd be super cool. But the team really does look much, much, much better with him in the lineup. Yeah, you love to see it. And speaking of that Seattle Kraken game, it was a good one. Saw the Tampa Bay Lightning go on top six to two. And Steven Samkos on a 14 or a, a, a point streak of 14 games. So he's getting close to that Mitch Marner mark that we talked about just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's only like nine, ten off, but yeah, uh, you know, they're getting super close. Um, and you know, he, he's had a similar point streak like this in his career. Um, like he he's gone on a couple of these. He's an incredible player, as we all know. Our captain currently sitting at sixteen goals on the year. Uh, played played a very nice, solid game. I think as a whole, I mean, it was just it was a really good top to bottom effort. We, you know, we saw a couple guys that really don't get the board too much find the back of the net. Um, we were really hinting at Ian Cole and Eric Chernock, two guys that play more of that kind of defensive role. Um, obviously, Eric Chernock does a very good job in that role. I really like really like him in that role, and I think we got him at a pretty good value kind of steal of a contract. So it's good to see him score. Um, you know, it's always nice when those types of guys do. And then just as a whole, like it, it's we just we just looked good. I mean, really not like a. It was obviously a competitive game. Vasilevsky played really well. It's good to see, but like you could tell who the better team was throughout. And that's how it's been since Sorelli's back in the lineup. I mean, just looking back at the Nashville game we had just a little bit ago, it was a competitive game, but when it came to capitalizing on our opportunities, Tampa was doing that much better than the opponent. Same here. Now, when we look at Stamkos' point streak, we got to keep an eye on it because Stamkos has the current lightning record for point streak, and that's at 18 games. He set that back in 2009-2010. So keep an eye on that because if he scores, uh, whether that be an assist or a goal, as long as he gets on the stat sheet in the next five games, he'll again set the record. That'd be pretty nifty. All right, let's talk about upcoming games. We'll start with Thursday night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is a team that wasn't doing so hot, and now with a couple of injuries, it's really not going to be a great stretch for them. No, and if you look at their roster, they're kind of horrendous. They're the worst power play in the league. They have almost the most goals against in the league, or at least per game, and they don't score very much either. Just kind of a bad year for them. They're really doing their their best to get on the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. And I really think that they are going to be the team that ends up with them at the end of the year. I think a lottery is going to fall their way. I think they're going to be in that position. So good for them. You know, it's going to be a tough year, but it'll be exciting to watch Bedard and Gaudreau play. But that's beside the point. Leading into this game, you know, we already beat them 5-2 earlier in the year. I can't imagine there's much more trouble in this one. It's, you know, it's, it's always fun watching hockey. It's fun watching the Lightning. But I honestly would be kind of shocked that this is a really competitive game. Yeah, and their their goaltending's been real tough. You talked about it, how they're 31st in goals against per game. But, I mean, when you just look at the two goalies, Merce Lickens and Corpusalo, both struggling heavily. Corpusalo with a 3-5-3 goals against 9.03 save percentage. And that's the best of them as Merce Lickens' 4-8 record, a 4-6-8 goals against, and an 8-6-4 save percentage. Goaltending has not been there. We know the health hasn't been there. We've talked about a couple of injuries they've had, and we know that the the scoring hasn't been there for at least a little bit as well. So this one shouldn't be too close. That eight six four save percentage is like legitimately shocking. Like through fourteen games, that's what you have. Like that's horrible. That that that's numbers you haven't seen since like the eighties when you scored. You know, you took nine shots a game and you scored eight of them. Like that that's. That's incredibly low. Hopefully he figures his stuff out because that's that, that's a bad streak. Yeah, and this is 
a point where we should continue to capitalize off of wins. We got this one against Columbus. That should be a win. We got our next game on Saturday against the Montreal Canadiens. A little bit better, but goaltending again, not a strong suit for them. Goal scoring, not a strong suit for them. Like This is another team that Tampa should definitely get the get the dub over. For sure. Uh, you know, look at to see our old captain, Martin St. Louis, go, going against us, um, or really coaching against us, I should say. But it should it should be a relatively easy win. It's just not a very strong team. You know, I am looking forward to see Slavkovsky, see what he can do in this game action. Um, you know, he's had a slower start than what people would have hoped, but also kind of slightly what I expected, nine points for 23 games. It's still nothing to scoff at as an 18-year-old in the NHL. So hopefully, you know, I, I, I still want the Lightning to win, of course, but I'd like to see him have a solid performance too because he really is a young player that I'm truly am rooting for. But I just, you know, again, it's it's kind of the same as this Columbus game. I don't really see much of a situation where it's a truly competitive game because uh, I, I don't know a single aspect where Tampa isn't the better team. Yeah, and this is a chance for the Bolts to really get rolling here, really stack up some wins, get that streak going, and that's exactly what we want to see going in to the little holiday break that we have with, you know, Christmas and, and everything like that. So going to be excited to see what happens in these next two games. Going to be super excited for World Juniors, and we will be doing a World Juniors show upcoming here in the next, you know, it's either going to be next episode or the episode after, but we will have a World Junior show for you, so make sure to look out for that. But we are going to go to a quick commercial break, and on the other side, some news from around the league. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. If you have any sports betting needs, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, Chase, well, let's talk about some news from around the league. We'll start with Bo Horvat. Yeah, so, <clears throat> geez, excuse me. I don't smoking, know where that came from. Sm- smoking during but, the break. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But apparently apparently, him and the Vancouver Canucks are not on the same page anymore, and it's not really, if he's going to be traded, it's more of a matter of when. Obviously, there's a lot of time between now and the trade deadline, but it looks like Bo Horvat will no longer be a member of the Vancouver Canucks. I don't know what they're going to get in return. Bo Horvat's definitely a solid player. <clears throat> Jeez, excuse me. He's definitely a very solid player and someone that I think is really going to help a playoff bound team as long as you know they have the cap space and they're willing to take on the term because I do think that you know maybe he's not quite worth the dollar amount he's getting. It's, it's a longer-term deal. Uh, can he kind of resurrect himself, go somewhere else, and be worth that money? Sure, it's definitely possible, but... The way things have played out in Vancouver, it just not make me feel extremely confident. What he's going to get uh, in return for him, I would have to assume it's probably or at least looking for like either a first round draft pick or a roster player and a prospect, you know, something along those those lines. 
who's going to give it up, I don't know. Um, but, you know, I, I was reading um, Raw Charge, which is the SB Nation for Tampa Lightning, if you guys do not know. And, um, you know, they were su- suggesting that it would be really nice to get Bo Horvath in. Um, if they could find a way to make it work, have it be that second-line center, let Anthony Sorelli be a third-line center, or he can really dominate. And that definitely would be fun. I, I think that could work out well. But the odds of it really happening, I'm not sure, because I, I don't know what in our system I'd feel comfortable giving up. Yeah, I feel you there, and it's kind of too bad to see him and the Vancouver situation not work out to the best because I always thought Bo Horvat as that second-line center behind the young emerging star and Elias Pettersson would be really fun, and obviously things haven't really gone Vancouver's way since they found a little bit of success a couple of years ago when Pettersson had a phenomenal rookie season and Brock Besser was firing on all cylinders. It seems like the Vancouver train has kind of just come to a halt and it, it kind of hurts to see, but if Bo Horvat could come over to Tampa, I mean, I'm all in, you know, not giving up too much and, uh, you know, being able to hold on to the salary or whatever we have to do. If we can get them in for the playoff push, I think that'd be a great addition. Yeah, I, I agree that that would definitely be huge to, to make it work. It's kind of similar, but even more, um, I guess, elevating, Maybe I guess more of a value player than kind of the Barkley Goodrow, Nick Paul type trades. So that would that would be a fun addition to the lineup for sure. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about Ovechkin now. He scores his 800th goal. Uh, this passes Gordy Howard. Is this tie? So here's the thing: everyone just thinks or keeps forgetting that Gordy Howe is at the number that he's at. I, I saw something like Ovechkin, the second player in NHL history to at the 800 goal mark, which mm-hmm. just isn't true. Um, because Gordy Howe does have 801. So right now, OV is one behind him. Okay. He's obviously bound to break it, but Gordy's getting slighted, and I, I won't stand for it. Uh, Gordy did everything in his power to earn those 801 goals, played a long career. He earned it. But nonetheless, congrats to OV. It was cool to see him, you know, kind of get a hat trick to get to that number. Uh, it's very fitting for the type of player, the type of goal scorer that he is. It, it was pretty cool. Um, Mike, did you end up watching the video of him scoring the hat trick that I sent you? I didn't know. So, I sent it. Thanks, thanks for thanks for paying attention. Appreciate it. Uh, but uh, I, I, I was sent, sleeping sent when you sent video. it, and then you know I got work in the morning. I know it's tough. Like, why can't I just not work? You know? Yeah, you didn't have all day during your lunch break or when you got home while we were waiting to set up or anything, or you're, while we were you're, doing this. Watch you're, you're right. Uh, told, you're right. Told, I didn't yeah, because I had meetings during lunch yeah, no, and because no, no, I got no, home. You, you and didn't get watch. You know, you're going to the bathroom. You can watch. You're going to the bathroom, but you know it's okay. I understand that we're not friends, but in that clip. Ovi scores the goal. Like, it's kind of a scramble in the Chicago zone. Um, Ovi scores the goal. Oh, There's actually, I did see it because Patty Kane got wrecked. Yeah, he just. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- thanks for watching my video. I appreciate it. You okay, I think it I watched it this morning or something. Yeah, okay, add a boy. Well, anyway, Patrick, you see Patrick Kane come flying in, waiting for the goal scored, and like go airborne, just face first into the boards. I, I couldn't believe it. Normally, if that happened, everyone would be like, "Holy crap, is this guy alive?" But instead, the whole team for Washington just coming off the bench, going up, hugging Ovi as Patrick Kane just literally laying dead behind the net. But uh, just, just very, very weird circumstance for that whole that whole goal situation. But it was pretty cool for him. Uh, but I do have a question for you, Mike. I, w- I want to hear your thoughts. Mr. Alexander Ovechkin is currently at 800 goals. Yep. If he gets to 892, he's tied with Wayne Gretzky. He's playing in the game, and there's an empty net. He scored the 893rd goal. Is that still as valuable, or do you think that's kind of slighting what he's accomplished in his career a little bit? You're you're saying just to get one one goal under? 
No, so he's at 892. So if he scores an empty net or you get the 893 and set the record. So like the empty net goal is the one that sets the record. Do you think that's do you, well, do you think that's like a cop out? Do you think that's that's not a problem? Like where do you stand there? Well, Gretzky's at 894, young man. So oh, my bad. Yeah, that, that, that was that was a misspeak. But hmm, uh, I think it kind of depends. Like if Ovi really slows down, and let's say it's like three or four years from now, just take it. Like you are the best goal scorer of all time. Like who cares? Just take it. Um, but I think that if he continues to play how he's been playing over the last, you know, however many years when people thought, Oh, maybe he would drop off and he's still playing fantastic. I think, I think he would prefer to get a legit goal. For sure. For sure. So like, so at the end of the day, you're in team legit. Like empty goal is legit or empty net goal is not legit. I I would prefer that he gets a legitimate goal than the empty netter. But so you you're on team score with the goalie. And you have to choose a team. You can't, you can't just you can't say Switzerland. You have to choose one side. Okay. Well, here's the thing. If he doesn't get the empty netter, does he never get it? Because I'm I'm for Ovi getting it no matter what. So if it has to come from an empty netter, then I'm team empty net. All right. Let's say it's the final the final year of his of his NHL career How many and there's games three in? games left three and he's at the 892 left. mark do you think he just he should just capitalize the playoffs? what's that are they making playoffs well playoffs doesn't matter because they don't count towards the goal total oh take the empty netter if it's only three games take the empty netter if it's like 16 games left where do you stand uh go don't take the empty netter go for a legitimate goal I mean Ovi's not going to be shut out for 16 games yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat as you are. I'm more leaning towards I I think it like, he needs to score on a goalie to make it more fitting. Um, if if it really comes down to it and like he needs the empty netter to get the record, of course I want I want him to I want him to get that. Like I want him to, to break the record no matter how it is. Um, I mean him and Wayne Gretzky right now have a pretty similar amount of empty net goals, so it's not like it's a you know big difference by any means. So I still want him to get that number, but it would be a lot cooler to you know. If he's just lined up at the top of the top of the circle, rips a classic OB clapper on the power play to get that goal. That'd be way more exciting. I agree. hundred percent agree. But when it comes down to it, like where I was in the, the scenario where there's only three games left, OV, I think right now everyone can agree. I think even Wayne Gretzky would agree that Alex Ovechkin is the best goal scorer of all time. And for him to have that record would just prove to, you know, future generations that Yes, this guy truly was the best goal scorer of all time. So I think no matter what, I just want him to see. I want hit. I want to see him get it. Excuse me. Um, so if it has to come via empty net, whatever. Yeah, that's that's very fair. All right, let's now talk about the NHL and Ryan Reynolds as uh, they're going through a little discussion about possible franchise ownership. Yeah, so I think we brought it up probably a month ago or so when it was first talked about that the centers might be up for sale, that Reynolds had interest. Well, him and his ownership group um, had a meeting with the NHL about, about this potential um, sale. And it would be pretty cool to see Ryan Reynolds get on that action. I mean, it's, he's a guy that's, that's very much loved by like everybody. Um, You know, he's obviously very good looking dude. There's all the jokes that, you know, like everybody, every single man, female um, living organism, you know, would, would do 
thanks to Ryan Reynolds, obviously. I see the stuff on the internet all the time. But it's not just because he's a good-looking dude. It's because he's hilarious. He seems like a very good dude. Um, and I think it would be really cool to kind of get that type of publicity um, in the NHL, to have such a big name, a big face tied to an NHL franchise, and someone who's just so universally loved. I think it would be huge for the sport. I would absolutely love to see it. The only thing I would fear is that if he continues the Senators down the path that they've been on over the last, you know, decade or whatever it's been now, uh, if that were to continue, then I would start to have a sour taste in my mouth when I say Ryan Reynolds. So I hope that doesn't happen, but I think uh, if Ryan Reynolds came in, took over, like you said, big publicity for the NHL, I would be really happy because I'm sure we'd see him on hockey TV a lot more. Yeah, that, that, that would be super cool. It really would. All right, let's talk, talk about the salary cap as that is expected to rise. Are you you're stopping there or not? It's expected to <laughs> rise. <laughs> Such a weird way to end your sentence. I'm letting but, you tee off. How much, you know, I'm leaving them in suspense. One million dollars. That we're looking for. That's huge. Uh, wow. So after the Board of Governors meeting, the salary cap is expected to raise by a whopping one million dollars. Um, you know, that's enough to give everyone else in your organization an extra, like, you know, 20 grand. That's that's exciting. So obviously that's not the number that teams, organizations were hoping for because they're looking, you know, to be able to get their franchise players a little more money, have, you know, some of these cap strap teams to get a little more flexibility to add, add guys. But right now it's not going to happen. And it's really not surprising. It's been like this for years where it's always talked about, oh, the Angels are going to jump up this much next year. The following year will be this. Like by this time, you know, when like based on the original schedule of how the salary cap is supposed to grow, we were supposed to do over a hundred thousand dollar salary cap. And right now we're still just in the eight. He's like, we're not, we're not even close. So it's a little, little frustrating for the initial franchises. I'm sure a little disappointing for the fans. Cause you, you know, it'd be cool to see bigger contracts and more player movement because of more money. And it's obviously frustrating for the players because it's potential money that they're losing out on. Yeah, and it really stinks because I feel like when we were in middle school, high school days, it felt like the NHL was growing pretty rapidly. It felt like the popularity of the NHL was climbing, and you love to see it. But right now, it feels like it's in such a halt. And I'm not sure if the ESPN sale has stuff to do with it or uh, you know what exactly it is. But right now, it really feels like it's at a halt, or or maybe it's it's slowly dragging upwards. But I don't know. I I feel like it's nowhere close to what we were thinking it would be, you know, a decade ago when we were still in school. Yeah, I I am in the same boat right there, and it's really unfortunate because it is. You'd love to see the NHL keep climbing because you got other sports out there. I won't mention any names, but other sports out there that are just. <sighs> Freaking! Let me go to sleep. I, yeah, basketball. You can just say it. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, I, don't, yeah. I don't have a bias. Oh, okay. No, not not at all. Zero. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Good to know. All right. Let's not talk about Chris Latane. We talked about his scary story uh, about two weeks ago. He suffered a stroke, unfortunately. However, great news is that. Seems like he's recovered, and he was back out on the ice with the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
Yeah, I mean, it, after 12 days, he was back in game action, which is crazy because, you know, remember the last time he was out for an extended period of time? I know this one was less severe, but still just crazy to think. But that's that's awesome. It's happy to, happy to see that. He ended up playing the most minutes for all Penguins in that game. There was just over 22. Just incredible stuff. Obviously, a very talented player, one of the, you know, better defensemen in the league for a lot of years. And it's really cool to see him, you know, playing so well and then having this happen. Um, it was very saddening and frustrating, but it, it was also cool to see him get back in the action. So hopefully it's it can keep going like, you know, like he didn't miss a beat and he can just kind of be back to himself. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's cool with the sports community. It doesn't matter if it's hockey, football, basketball, baseball. Generally, anyone in the sports community wants something like this happens, you know, something of this magnitude happens. Everyone groups up around them and, and really show support. And uh, yeah. I love that about the sports community because you will have die hard rivals. You will have flyers fans that during game action, they will, you know, be trying to spit on the players. If something like this happens, like most likely for any, you know, good human out there, they would be, uh, you know, showing support to a guy like this. So really nice to see Chris Latane back out there and uh, love the love the story of recovery from him. Absolutely. All right, hockey name of the day. Wow, this is really small. Is, is You're trying to throw me off with the size of the font? I just copy and pasted from, like, my phone browser. And usually it goes the same, like, size as the HNOTD thing we have down there. But for every reason, post a smaller team, like, eh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, all right. Uh, we got Rhett. Rakshani. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thank you. You know, it's it's a little more um you know don't do it's he you know he, he's uh, he's Iranian, so it's a more like Rakshani, but um yeah, but still Rhett, Rhett Rakshani would be more of the American pronunciation. So Mr. Rhett, he is um a, an American, he's born in California, thirty-four years old. It might be a name that's familiar to some people. He was the fourth round pick of the New York Islanders back in the day. Played at the University of Denver, was a captain, uh, put up some very strong numbers there. Got some NHL games in the past, um, you know, just seven in total. Spent a bunch of years in the Swedish Hockey League, and this year he's been playing in the German League, the DEL for the Grizzlies Wolfsburg. 21 games, five goals, seven assists, 12 points. Um, you know, solid stuff. Playing in the Champions Hockey League so far as well, which is the same thing as the Champions League for soccer. You play a bunch of different teams from around Europe. He's got five points for seven games, too. So still playing relatively well at the end of his career. Um, you know, he has had a, you know, a relatively impressive NH- or professional hockey career outside of not playing in the NHL. He has played some internationally for the United States. Um, so a very, a very strong resume and someone who's still going strong. And you know what I'm going to say, Chase? Yeah. It's the alliteration that really gets these names top tier. You got that alliteration like a, like a Mike Mitchelson and whew, great name. What about another one in the show? Uh, Rhett Rakshani. Yeah, excuse oh, okay, me. Sorry. Okay, Great okay. name. Okay. 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 Move on. Tired of your, tired of your shit. Well, it's your turn now because uh, you get to hit them with an outro. Yeah. Chase Crawshaw, the double alliteration, will hit them with the outro. And Chase Crawshaw, the better double alliteration, you know, alliteration on the team, um, or on the team, on the show, whatever the hell, you know, you know what I'm getting at. Um, sure. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, shut up. You can support us Patreon. You can follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast. It's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, follow WMP on Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. 
Make sure the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts in the network right there. Boom. Click the logo. Listen easy, peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. Wherever you do, do not forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>